So hello and welcome back to another episode of the Turn 5 podcast where Nia and Chris have abandoned us again. Well, Chris has. Nia's, yeah. Nia's on a planned trip. <laughs> yeah. So uh, she's in Germany for the next couple of weeks, but she said she'll send in a video of her predictions for next episode. So we'll still have some Nia content. Uh, Chris, however, we, we don't know. He's he's too um, unpredictable. <laughs> uh, but still, it's me and Ben here this week, and we're going to run you through our thoughts of what happened in Canada and news from around the paddock. Um, should we start with the news that broke before everything kicked off in Canada? That yeah. Melbourne has signed a fat contract extension to keep formula one racing in the city until 2035 at least and not only will f1 be there but they've also signed for formula two and formula three to join them which will be a first and so and they're they're all of them are until 2035 at least <laughs> which is huge yeah, that's it. I it's probably I think it's good. I know like the racing there can be pretty crap, but like it's a pretty big race every year. So yeah, and I mean, and when we have Australians on the grid like Danny Rick and further down in the support cap categories, and potentially Oscar Piastri in the near future, then an Australian race is kind of important in the same way that you know we have it's i mean okay silverstone may be a bit different because that's the home of british motorsport and the home of the formula one world championship etc etc but like we always hype up the events that have home drivers more than necessarily yeah. others do um like all the french drivers get more hype around the french grand prix than other drivers which is why i still want you know a german grand prix to come back because germans yeah and you know that there, there's always a good amount of support for a country yeah. and i mean all that news kicked off on that that came out on thursday didn't it it was like press conference day i think what it was before, before all the that? driving it was before the driving kicked off it's probably on tuesday knowing our luck yeah yeah just as i've hit submit on the episode upload Breaking news uh, again. Yeah. Why does why does all of the F1 news have to happen after we record an episode? <laughs> it's, I, it's like they're just trying to do it to annoy us. And we're not even that big. <laughs> Which is like the extra kick in the teeth. <laughs> um, but then we had uh, lovely mixed conditions on over the course of the weekend friday was dry um <laughs> started on thursday with it absolutely dipping down yeah and everyone be like oh no <laughs> the pit lane flooded <laughs> then uh, there was no water to be seen then it chucked it down on saturday but stopped right as qualifying started uh so that it dried but not quite enough for george um and then there was no sign of raid on Sunday. 
So, so must be chucking it down as we record now. Probably. Probably, yes. Um, sh- should we just talk about the qualifying real quick? But the third practice, firstly. Oh, yeah, FB3. <laughs> uh, we have to cover FB3 because of my bold prediction. Um, <clears throat> I said a groundhog would get splattered. And thanks to the Canadian himself, Nicholas Latifi, there is one less groundhog <laughs> on the Ile Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think I've just won bold predictions for the year because Ben said that was 100 points. So I'm just going to call myself the grand champion already. I thought and I got away with we'll that. After Leclerc just missed him on, I was like, oh, that's all right. No, yeah, there was there was a few close calls. Um, <laughs> I kept I kept like finding them on TikTok, just like near misses, <laughs> and then finally we got one. Uh, R.I.P. to that groundhog. Yeah, rest in peace, Gary the groundhog. Yeah, we have no idea if it was actually Gary or not, but I've just seen Gary floated around on the internet. <laughs> it's just alliteration, really, isn't it? Yeah, could be Gertrude. <laughs> That's a, specifically a cow's name, that one. No offence to any Gertrude's that listen to the pod, uh, but I doubt <laughs> it, considering our age demographic is specifically younger people. <laughs> I don't know my son that later. Gertrude. <laughs> but not later. Your son? Later in life. Okay. Gertrude. <laughs> and just pop down the hospital, name a child Gertrude, and leave. <laughs> Just rob the birth certificate. <laughs> Absolute mad lad. Um, then we got round to qualifying. Um, actually, we, we got announced beforehand that basically everyone's predictions for the weekend were going to get tanked because Leclerc was receiving an engine penalty. Yeah. So, yeah, Leclerc got a... 10 place grid penalty. Um, Sonoda had a god knows how many place grid penalty because uh, he swapped out engine components as well. And that meant Charles started 19th, yeah. which is great. Um, so, yeah, with Charles starting 19th, all of our predictions were ruined basically. Um, I mean, he could have still put it on pole and then only started 11th. Kind of don't understand why they didn't try. Didn't he get another penalty? I only saw the 10 place. I didn't see anything more than that. So, yeah. Odd. Because if he'd started 11th, he could have got a lot higher up than he did. Um, Yeah. Maybe they just didn't want to risk it in the weather. Yeah, I know he would have got into Q2 to get past Sonoda. Yeah, he... So he then he started yeah. at the Yeah, he just set a faster time than Sonoda so that he wasn't dead last. Yeah. But, like, why not at least get into Q3 and start a bit higher? Because considering the Q2 rule's gone and we were on wets anyway, so... You could choose your starting compound, whatever, anyway. You know? Yes. It's another weird one by Ferrari. 
very old. He only got the one. I think. Yeah. So that's that's why it doesn't make sense to me because that that car had pace. Carlos proved that. And if he could have dumped it, you know, P2, yeah, Leclerc, P3. Leclerc was on the pace as well. Yeah. If he could have put it in P2, P3, he would have started, you know, P12, P13. Could have been there. Could have got a podium. I don't know. Unless there's some rule around it or something. I don't know. Well, the rule is you've got a 10 place grid penalty, isn't it? So. Yeah. <laughs> They've just yeah, taken it's... the no risk approach and. I guess put less miles on the engine, but it's qualified. It's only like eight laps at most. Okay, you've got out and in laps, but whatever. What was it? No, because you just didn't set time, did you? No, he just he sat in the garage. Was it the red flag? No, in Q2 he just sat in the garage. Mm. So, yeah, no, weird. Won't I just don't understand it. I'd, I'd personally rather try and at least get into Q3. Because if like that car is always getting into Q3, right? Yeah, and once you're be. in Q3, any position you gain is then further up than you otherwise would have started. Oh, yeah. So, I don't get it. So, weird. Um other stories both canadians out in q1 both aston martins out in q1 yeah Ouch, which was well. surprise for vel yes he was right on the ball in fp3 he was and then the car was just no apparently it was to do with um tire pressures so they they'd ramped up the tire pressure to get the temperature into the tires but the way the track was drying out so quickly it was overheating the tires so it wasn't as uh, effective as they'd hoped and in fact was quite the opposite because uh, we know how you know like the, the wets are so much more delicate when you get onto a drying track yeah so put a bit too much heat in them and suddenly you've got slicks again <laughs> uh, other than that uh, Max on pole Perez binned it El Plan P2 <laughs> That was mental. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Uh, and then Carlos P3. I mean, Carlos tried it, but just it tried a bit too hard. It probably would have been second yeah. had he not bottled the last chicane. Yeah. But, you know, when you're going for it, these things happen. Um, Trying too hard. Yeah. Honourable mention, Joe Guan Yu made it into Q3 for the first time. And Mick. Mick was his well, highest ever qualifying performance. P6. Very good. Um, Haas' his highest ever combined qualifying performance of P5 and P6, which is good. Um, shame the race was yeah. absolutely tragic. <laughs> oh my God. Um, George went for big brain and came away with zero brain. Yeah. I mean, you could see why he was trying it, especially. Through sector three, there was such a definite dry line. It's just it was just the turn, first, turn one, turn one two, two was just massive puddles on the yeah. curve. Like that. This is just not 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 gonna work for you, son. Yeah. Um like fair play for trying it, but no. <laughs> Hindsight is 2020 and all that, so um 
what other stories have we got out of quali i mean perez binned it and yeah. took a walk through the undergrowth apparently, <laughs> yeah. apparently he just rejected the off offer of a scooter and just wanted to walk back it's a man who's unhappy it's a man who wants to think about things before helmet marco says anything <laughs> That, to be fair, it was kind of unlucky because, I mean, Albon did something similar and got away with it. But Perez just went in a bit too hard and his wing got stuck. You could see it when they were pulling the car out. Yeah. That front wing was wedged under the Tech Pro, which was the issue. Like, he could find reverse, and I'm sure he could probably get it. I think it was probably something in the computer that was like, no, we're not going to let you try this because we can't go anywhere we're stuck so probably like a torque limiter or something to stop it blowing itself up but then again it just did it the next day Damn. that was painful um joe has now outqualified bottas twice the last going. two races as well isn't it yeah so i'm fine He's definitely he's doing well now. He's he's found his feet. Well, yeah, he's, he's, his car's actually being reliable this weekend. Yeah, <laughs> give it time. <laughs> um, Bottas's hasn't <laughs> missed missed a lot of running with uh, was it an anti stall issue, wasn't it? Uh, no idea. It was something like that. I think it was an anti stall issue. Basically, the car wouldn't go. <laughs> um. Danny Rick made it into Q3. Lando had an, a sense of fault, uh, which resulted in a power unit swap overnight back into an older power unit. So it was one that was already in the pool, which meant he didn't get the engine penalty, but the engine had more miles on it, so it was slower than he otherwise would have been with a fresher engine. Yay. Um, the race. Yeah. One thing I did like at the start was the red grid boxes for the Ferraris. I thought that was really <laughs> cool. Um, I mean, it was a nice little tribute. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Villeneuve. <laughs> which one? <laughs> the, the, the one that's no longer with us. <laughs> yeah. Um, Preferably that one. Yeah. The, the one who the circuit's named after. <laughs> Not the one that was giving interviews. <laughs> Here's a tribute to you, mate. <laughs> but I'm still alive. <laughs> Not for long. <laughs> go, go and ask Gary. <laughs> About to meet the same fate. Um, <laughs> it was quite an eventful little race, wasn't it? Yeah, it was good. It was... Considering it was dry. Like... After you've had wet qualifying in a dry race, you sort of think, well, I mean, the last example of it was Imola, and that wasn't exactly a blockbuster, was it? Yeah, but the start was all praise on Alonso getting the yeah. dive bomb in. It just didn't happen, did it? No, but Max is just shut off. Yeah. And then it was sort of, there was like a little DRS train with Bottas. Is it like, Albon, Norris, yeah, all that lot. <laughs> the, the the lower the lower half of the field, 
was in a DRS train. Latifi was off the back, as per. <laughs> yeah, Magnussen made contact with Lewis as well. Oh, the second second race in a row we've had the meatball flag out. Yeah. Having not seen it for years, and now we get it twice at once. London buses of a flag, that. Um I mean, you can see why, though, because it was definitely progressively going. Um, it was just gutting, considering how good of a qualifying performance they'd had Yeah. to how disastrous of a race unfolded for them. Uh, Magnussen finished last. <laughs> um, which, I mean, it's just bad. And it was a slow pit stop as well to change that front wing, which was just extra bad um and then mick had his i was a it was a pu problem wasn't it something like that yeah um it was shame considering he was in he was seventh in or eighth. The, it was in the points at that point but yeah i know down it went because <sighs> yeah, joe joe had just got past him yeah down into turn and then he just seven Eight, something like that. The 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 end of the the DRS zone. Yeah. Um, and then he just started tumbling down the order, and you go, no. <laughs> what has he got to do? I feel like I'm getting deja vu when talking about George Russell now. What has he got to do to get a point in F1? <laughs> I don't know. It's just mad at this point. Like, he was driving well. He'd had a really good weekend. He hadn't done anything wrong. And then the car gives up on him. Yeah. Gutted. One. I'm absolutely gutted for him. Um, He's got to keep putting himself in them positions. Yeah. One of these days, it'll pay off. Yeah. Hopefully next time out, you know? <laughs> we get him next time. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, but before that we'd had Perez give up the ghost with his yeah. transmission or something um, lots of revs no drive so yeah good and it was at the same place on the circuit <laughs> yeah. oh we've missed a trick there we should have done the cars meme where they've got the camera <laughs> <laughs> it's broken oh well um, so that was two VSCs in the space of the first 20 laps wasn't it yeah it was like pairs went around 8 like, or 9, 10 somewhere there then, Schumacher was about like, 20 I know Verstappen boxed on when Perez went on the VSC yeah so then Carlos was like I'm just going to do whatever he, <laughs> he, he does. doesn't yeah, and then Carlos pits on the second one, and then like ten laps later, never VSE for like get in. <laughs> Alonso's like not fitting. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean to be fair, it worked. They pulled off the traditional one stop. They just you know they went long they ignored all of the opportunities to get a cheaper pit stop and just yeah. went for it um 
I'm trying to think when Sonoda's safety car came out. It was probably a bit late for them, wasn't it? Was it was like lap 50. Yeah. Um, I think the, the hard runners, because Alonso started on mediums, um, but guys at the back like Stroll had started on hards yeah. and just gone the whole distance. So that was like perfect time for them. Um, but no, Alonso would not have made it that far. I mean, he could probably have made it that far, but would have been going at a turtle's pace. Um, so, yeah, unfortunate. Um, still got two points, finished ninth. That's good effort. Um, something. Ocon in sixth as well. So double Alpine points this weekend. Yeah. Ocon very well. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sure Alonso is going to be a bit disappointed having started on the front row. But yeah. in all of the interviews, he did say, like, the car's natural pace is sixth or seventh. Yeah. Ocon's, Ocon's in sixth. So, you know, that Alonso is... Alonso, it's a challenge. You probably would have had to be wet as well in the race. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And then I think we would have had a very interesting fight with George coming through because he definitely would have come through. <laughs> if it's in the wet, you, you know George is coming through. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was interesting with the Mercedes boys because Hamilton pitted on the first one, then George pitted on the second one. Second, yeah. And then you're thinking, well, now what? <laughs> yeah, I was really hoping to see a battle between Hamilton and George. But then after the safety car and they'd both... They'd both got fresh tyres at that point. Hamilton just drove off up the road yeah. and left George behind. So, you know, it was kind of like, well, no, fair enough. He's gone. Um, another podium for Hamilton. Third and fourth for Mercedes. Again, cashing in okay. on a bit of bad luck from other teams. Yeah, consistent. Yeah. I mean, you can't, you can't really fault anything they've done this race. Um, Hamilton's like, pace looked good as well, to be fair. He's setting some fastest laps. Yeah, he got his highest like, quality position for the season as well. Yeah, like just before Sonoda retired, wasn't it? He kept going powerful. Yeah, and then afterwards it was just Carlos banging in the laps. Yeah. <laughs> that was a tense finish, but I will go back to my point I made after Miami that the Ferrari doesn't have the same straight line speed as the Red Bull. And even with the DRS open and even with Carlos, I think they said he was going like 20 kilometers an hour faster yeah. at the speed trap down the straight. He still couldn't get it done. He got, it was like half a second coming up to the hairpin. I was like, oh, this could be his chance. And then every time Verstappen would just shoot off the hairpin. It just had such great then, drive off that yeah, corner. He gained like a 10 for 2 every time. And, and by it that, just... it was just, yeah, no, you need to be you need to be within half a second for it to work. Yeah. Um, after the commentary team were saying that the DRS made it too easy, I think Carlos would like a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like the Red Bull just has enough straight line speed to be able to just keep the Ferrari behind. Whereas I don't think the Ferrari could have done the same. 
Yeah. Like if he'd reversed those positions, I don't think Carlos would have kept Max behind him. Yeah, but probably not. I doubt it. Just, just the speed that we've seen from the Red Bulls. Um, well, a Red Bull this weekend. Okay. I mean, it's just, it's okay. I think we should talk about it. Perez was was in second in the championship, and was arguably in with a good shout for, you know, challenging for the drivers. But yes, he's still there, but he is now a long way off. He is... Everyone is a long way off, Max. Well, Max is on 175. Perez is on 49 points off him. Yeah. Claire is nearly two race wins off already. And Perez has only got three more points than Charles. Yeah, Verstappen dominance is getting boring. <laughs> but that's the thing now, because because Max has pulled such a gap over Perez, I feel I'm I'm worried that this is the point that Red Bull are gonna start saying now we can implement the team orders. Yeah. I know it's not a huge gap and a, a max DNF would bring Perez right back into it, but Still... this is Red Bull. Yeah. So it's it's concerning a bit, but we will see. Um still, uh Carlos is closing the gap up to George in the championship. Yeah, the fight for P2's on. It's it's getting there. Um also Hamilton and Bottas. Hamilton's on 77 points. Oh, Bottas is on 46 now. It's disappointing. <laughs> you were hoping he was for 44. 40, right? Yeah. <laughs> he was on 44 and now he's on 46. Yeah. Damn. But yeah, Carlos with another P2 is a solid result for him. Um, yeah. Still can't quite clear that duck of the race win or the pole position. But I feel like it's just a matter of time, you know? Yeah, he's... He, he put in a solid weekend on a weekend like... where he knew yeah, he too. was Ferrari's main chance. Yeah. Um, and he was with, there, so... With Charles starting at the back, he the, the focus on Ferrari was on maximising his potential. Yes, it's about getting Charles through the pack, which they did a good job of, to be fair, even with a slow pit stop. Um, yeah. But I feel like the Ferrari strategy was right this week um, in contrast to others. Um, but it was just a case of Max just had it. So, yeah. Yeah, it's one of those ones that I don't think... I don't think it was their weekend. Um, maybe we'll have, I'm trying to think what is a classic track that Red Bull don't go well at. But uh, Ferrari might be good at Silverstone. But I know Leclerc. Leclerc loves Silverstone. Bit, yeah, he went well there last year. Admittedly, it was because of an accident. Yeah. But he was still there. So. Yeah. Um, 
uh, I mean, I just kind of, what, what do we reckon? Best race win to get for Carlos, first one, Monza? Uh, I'd say Austria. Red Bull's backyard. Oh, okay. Given the away treatment. <laughs> that or Zandvoort. That'd be funny. Oh my God, it? yes. That would be quite interesting, actually. Um, yeah, I mean, to be fair, either of those would work. I, I mean, I was rooting for him to go for Spain, but obviously that didn't happen. Um, yeah. But, you know, these things happen. It happened to Max, so, you know, obviously it can happen to the best of us. Yeah, so, like... Uh... Austria last lap overtake. <laughs> Charles's <laughs> revenge. <laughs> yeah. Does it in the exact same way as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just barges him off. Says, have some of that. <laughs> Charles gives his regards. You just whack up the middle finger after he's done it as well. <laughs> <laughs> just for added bants. Um Oh <laughs> There's a burnout on the race line as well. <laughs> but yeah, um, I suppose we should talk about uh, a couple of bits of news. Gasly has has his race seat confirmed for next season, so he is apparently staying with AlphaTauri. I mean, this is what they've said, but. It's Formula One, and we know how contract can change. So, yeah. But at the same time, I feel like maybe next year would be a better option for him in terms of waiting it out and seeing what happens with the transfer market. Because more more drivers are out of contract next year. Yeah. And there's, Uh, you know, rumours that he's waiting for Hamilton to step aside. Or that... Once Ricardo's out of contract, he'll step into the McLaren. Hopefully. I want but, to see him in a faster car. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. He, he will want to take a, a forward step in his career. If the McLaren doesn't improve, I don't see any real merit in swapping from Alpha Tauri to McLaren. Uh, uh, I don't know. I feel like... With McLaren, there's always the opportunity of it being the best car on the grid. Alpha Tauri will always be second fiddle to Red Bull. Yeah, but at the same time, he's got that race win. Yeah. So. But you could change that for the opportunity of multiple race wins. I and just a championship. don't. I don't see McLaren being there just yet or when he gets into it. Um, I think that, if anything, if he waits for next year and then Mercedes becomes a viable option, then I feel like that would be the one. I can't see Lewis leaving yet, though. No, but his statistics are taking a hit now. Like, yeah, he's still doing all right. I still think he wants one more season being at least a title contender. Yeah, well... They got a lot to figure out before then. Yeah. One would you reckon one of his stats is going to get broken this year? Because he has a race win in every single season he has partaken in. Yeah. Do we reckon this is the year that he does not achieve a race win? 
It's tricky, isn't it? Because all it takes is one incident up the top. Yeah. And then that opens the door. But I will say it is looking like the least likely for a very long time. Yeah, but then at this point in 2009, you probably would have said the same thing. Yeah, which is why I'm kind of like, will it happen or not? Yeah, because he has had. Depends how much the Mercedes improves between now. Yeah, he has had a race win in a year where he hasn't had a competitive car. Yeah. So, you know, all we need is uh, Crashgate. (laughs) Yeah, there's there's got to be one chaotic race on there, like Germany 2019 or something. Yeah, just not where he loses his wing. (laughs) Yeah. He needs someone else to do that this year. He needs Max to do that. He needs Max and all of the Ferraris. He needs another boss-ass bowler. Yes. Yes, he does. Because he is now Esteban Ocon. <laughs> yeah. So. But, I mean, the midfield is tight. Which doesn't help his case, really, does it? I no. mean, I know Mercedes are uh, over 100 points clear of fourth. <laughs> but still... We know that the Alpine is incredibly quick in a straight line. We've seen that in the last few races, like Sector 3 and 1 of Baku, Sector 3 at Canada. All of the speed traps, just Alpine. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, I wouldn't rule out Alpine to do well at Monza. McLaren's backyard. (laughs) (laughs) Look, we 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 can just... We'll we'll go. We'll invent the the cars camera, and we'll just we'll do it. We'll me and you, yeah. yeah? Right, yeah, yeah. We we got this. We've got <laughs> three months. Well, two and a half months to figure out how to design a camera that does that. <laughs> that destroys an F one car engine. Just should, like should be easy enough, right? Uh, it's like the thing on games where it's like it. EPU or something that you shoot at a car and it just destroys its electronics. Oh god. I mean, when, yeah, we're gonna have to figure something out if McLaren are gonna do well this season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but to be fair, Lando's had a podium this year. We'll take that. Yeah. That I, think, I think that's about <laughs> that's about it. I think that's that's done. <laughs> if we're being real. <laughs> Um, still waited on a driver to win that hasn't won before though yeah well I mean Carlos is still there you know George is still there just just need one wacky race and there you go yeah Um, last bit of news then before we go over our predictions Uh, Latifi the rumor mill is really starting to grind into gear. Um, rumors are that Piastri uh, is potentially being announced at Silverstone, which is huge. Um, I mean, it's. I mean, he's twenty first in a twenty driver championship still, yeah. and he's well off the pace 
of his teammate. He's well off the pace of the rest of the field. He only finished 16th because Magnussen had bad pit stops. Yeah, so just the 15 seconds off his teammate. Yeah. After a safety car on like 47. 50. Yeah. <laughs> so so he lost about 15 seconds in 20 laps. Yeah. That's it's what three quarters of a second a lap, something like that. Not great, is it? No, that's pretty. That's pretty terrible. Um, and I think the stat still stands that he is the only driver on the grid to have not run a lap in a points-paying position this year. Oh, yeah. He just needs to start the race on hard and go to lap fifty-eight when everyone pits, <laughs> and he might be in tenth if he's lucky. He'll he'll still be too slow. It's <laughs> probably true. He needs to crack his tank out. <laughs> Start on sauce and then cut the first corner. Johnny Herbert. Yeah. Bahrain. Um yeah, so apparently Piastri's getting announced. Uh we don't know when it's going to be for. Most likely is start of next season. But it could be after the summer break. We don't know. We know nothing about it. It's just that the amount of speculation that's been building around it and the fact that Piastri has a clause in his contract with Alpine that says if Alpine don't find him a drive for next year, by the end of June, he is free to sort out his own drive. So, yeah, Alpine. Have, I think Alpine are doing this as a way of cementing his... Uh, still keeping hold of Piastri within their sort of bubble, like the way yeah. that you know they've sent out uh, Red Bull, send out like other drivers, like they've got Albon in Williams, but Albon's still got Red Bull on his helmet, sort of thing. Mm. Um, so I don't know, I feel like this is one of those things where um, he's going to have like a clause in his contract that says that Alpine can yoink him. But at the same yeah. time, apparently Williams are looking at swapping engine provider to Renault, which would probably save them a few quid considering they're currently with Mercedes. Um, and that would also very much sweeten the deal with Piastri. Piastri. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's probably a deal there like that. We'll give you a discount on our engines if you take our driver. And they're like, yeah, we're Sam with that. I mean, that, that's that's a win-win for both teams, really, isn't it? Like Williams um, can save money, and they get a talented driver, and Alpine get their their talented youth driver some proper race experience. So, I don't see how that yeah, is was. a bad deal at all. So they could go back to your iconic livery from 92 as well. Oh, very nice. So good. We do love a good retro livery. Yeah. I like what they've done with the Duracell sponsorship, though. Have you seen it? With? The the airbox is now a Duracell battery. Yes, yes. (laughs) I thought that was a neat little touch. It used to be... My livery on Gran Turismo on a Beamer is just a massive Duracell battery. <laughs> it's an electric car, yes, officer. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, yeah, it's just a added sound effects. Uh, <laughs> Incredible. Um, right, predictions. We have covered a couple of them already. Um, so my groundhog squish happened. Uh, Nia was incorrect by saying there was no points for Red Bull. Kind of half there. Chris said there'd be rain at some point during the weekend and qualifying was wet, so... Yes. Not yeah. a bold prediction. It's not really. I'm going to give him a half because I'm stingy. <laughs> and he's not here to argue his case. So, unanimous agreement. You happy with a half? Yeah, yeah. Sick. Yeah. The council has approved one half point. Uh, ben, a Canadian didn't crash in the race. Gutting. And there were no Mercedes engine blow ups. Chris is fine. Yeah. Um, Lap down showdown was a bit of an interesting one. Uh, ben, you got the closest lap. Um, but not the driver. But not the driver. Everyone else got the driver. <laughs> yeah. And nobody got the laps down, correct? <laughs> because of the late safety car, he finished zero laps down. Um, it was Latifi, obviously. Uh, and he first got lapped on lap 31. Ben, you said 34. I said 26. I was the next closest. So... It's sort of a tie between everyone, but it's sort of between Who did I you, say? Really. Uh, you said Mick, so uh, would have taken. Um, I suppose if it had been him instead of Magnuson, maybe yeah, you'd have got it, have you know. Players, but... Um, but no, alas, uh, podiums, Ben. I am so sorry you came last this week, yeah. Uh, you got one point, <laughs> but the max, and that's it. Yeah, me and Nia uh, got three points each. I said that Max would um, Max would uh, win, and Nia said that Science would finish second. Uh, Sonia got four points for saying that Verstappen would get pole and win, and Chris got seven points for saying that Verstappen would get pole, Verstappen would win, and Hamilton would come third. Huh. So I need to update my standings which I'm definitely not doing right now because I've forgot that bit. <clears throat> uh, so Nia is in last now on 20 points. Chris is on 24. I am on 25. Ben, you're on 28. And Sonia is on 33. So it's sort of closed back up again now. <laughs> it's just near off the pace. <laughs> yeah. So, Which is a surprise. Yeah, it is. So I think she'd done the, start. sort of the same last year, though. Oh, would she get her, like, her massive selection right at the end? Oh, God. Yeah, I think so. Right, we'll have to keep an eye on that then. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, social media. Mason won this week with six points for correctly predicting a one-two of Verstappen and Sainz. Uh, R. Dunn came in second place, correctly predicting that Verstappen would win and putting Sainz on the podium. And Wev was third by predicting that Verstappen would win. Vince was last because Latifi did not get a pole and Latifi did not finish first, second and third. 
So uh, yeah, no points for that, I'm afraid. Uh, <laughs> uh, strong, strong predictions, but you know, unlucky, mate. I guess. Who's close? <laughs> um, I think that's about it, isn't it? I think it is. With that said, then, uh, thank you for watching and or listening. Um, like, comment, subscribe, rate five stars, give us a follow, all of that shenanigans. Share us around. Let's see if we can get some popularity. Uh, maybe a few more listens here and there. Yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, if anyone, if anyone listens, can if anyone knows anyone in Spain? It's like one of the major European countries. I'm missing off my analytics map. Can someone send it to someone in? Spain, We're missing in Spain. Please? Yeah, I know. Bollocks, you should I would have listened to it on holiday. You should have said. <laughs> I forgot it. We missed the chance. We missed the opportunity. God damn it. Um <laughs> we got a listener in Germany or not? Oh yeah, we've got a few. Uh, or at least we've had a few listens in Germany. Danke. Vielen Dank. Dank. So, but yes, uh, join us next week for our Silverstone predictions and uh, anything else we decide to cover because I haven't planned anything yet. Uh, Organised. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but until then, thank you and goodbye. Bye.